Hello listeners, in Christmas message, I'm going to divide the Christmas message into three parts. The three parts are going to be like three scenes of Christmas. Now, in scene number one, we're going to speak about a little bit about the rebellion. In scene number two, I'm going to speak about the fall. In scene number three, I'm going to speak about the birth of Christ. More so, the trials that his mother and father went through. In scene one we see that we can title it the universality of the Christ message. In that Jesus Christ uh, when uh, uh, his birth has some has an illusion to it that is in, in English we have the the figure of speak illusion uh, that there is a story behind uh, this story. And that story began with the fall of the angels. And we see that even before the Lord God created the heavens and the earth, there were heavenly beings in, in heaven who were called angels. Now these beings, in, uh, beings the, the most beautiful angel was Lucifer. We see that uh, Lucifer in Ezekiel uh, is described as a magnificent um, being in that he was filled with uh, wisdom and knowledge and he was uh, he was justified in every way in such a way that he was the supreme of all angels and however we find that lucifer was not satisfied with him being the ma the chief of angels he wanted to take the place of god he wanted to be god we see that um, Later on, the Bible says that, you know, sin was found in him, and that was pride. And pride is the greatest of all sins. And so for, so the rebellion started in heaven, in which one-third of the angels sided with um, Satan, uh, so, and, and the other angels fought for, on God's side and defeated them, and they were cast out of heaven. Then in scene number two, we find that, you know, there is the seduction of Eve by Lucifer, who is now called Satan, because he is now only evil. There is no good in him anymore. He, he cannot be good. And therefore, we find that, um, uh, you know, um, uh, God created the heavens and the earth, and then later on he created the earth. And uh, in the in earth, uh, he there was a beautiful place called Eden, and it was in Eden that God created man and woman, that He created them in His own image. Um, and the Scripture says that uh, they were they were beauty, uh, they were extremely beautiful in every very every form, and there was no evil or there was nothing uh, wrong in them. They could talk converse with God very freely. And God, in, fa in fact, gave them dominion over all the creatures and everything on, uh, on earth. And they were to pl plant the garden and they were uh, to look after the garden. But God gave them that, uh, and he put in the middle of the garden two trees. One was a tree of good and evil and the other was a tree of uh, life. Now, theologians have an explanation for that in that they say, that uh, the question is why why did god do that why did he put uh, uh, two trees over there and you know in in fact uh, that was how the temptation came and uh, therefore uh, human race fell 
due to that god do that knowing that uh, something like this would happen and uh, the the explanation is that had it not be done satan would accuse god you are not just you have not given them you have made them perfect and you have put them in a perfect place naturally they will obey you and they are obeying you they will be obeying you out of fear and not really out of love and free will and therefore uh, satan would make that, that accusation and therefore you know god placed this just to as as a as a means of showing that uh, they can overcome all the te- temptation and uh, by free will they will be able to do it then we come to that scene in which uh, satan takes the form of serpent the serpent and uh, he comes to try to seduce eve the um, before that it is seen that uh, in uh, in um, milton's uh, paradise lost that uh, man and woman were 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 perfect in every way they were in milton's uh, paradise lost we find that you know um that uh, he they were they were covered in pristine they were um, they were seen in pristine beauty and they were covered with light and um, there were flowers and the loveliest scents were around them and they were not afraid that they were naked um however uh, the, the satan begin, uh, takes the form of uh, of the serpent and he tries to comes and seduces uh, eve now to cut the uh, long story short we find that uh, eve uh, fell to the seductions of um, satan she ate and adamate and uh, and also there began the fall okay death took did take place in that the relationship with human beings and god broke over there later on we find that um, uh, you know uh, god drives them out of there at uh, that uh, eden and uh, they had to go and uh, live in a different uh, and uh, god cursed the ground also that they had to toil and um, sweat before they could uh, create anything and do anything so we see that um, it we the fall took place so the fall was also universal fact every human being adam was a prototype of all human beings right religion came after that that is man seeking after god there was only one when in in eden man or human beings could converse with god but it was after the fall that religions or different types of religions came to being all right so there is the universal truth that or, or the fall was for all human beings or all human kind then we come okay, the third scene would be the scene of the birth of christ now uh, in the birth of christ we see that uh, there were two characters who were predominant in that one was um, mary and the other was uh, joseph uh, we see that uh, mary and joseph was uh, were, were the two characters who were the predominant uh, characters in uh, in the uh, Uh, christmas story and uh, the one uh, it is through faith that they were able to overcome now we find that in uh, previously uh, when god started this uh, the the story of salvation he chose abraham now in the story of abraham also we the through a trial of fire in that uh, he was told that he would be the father of all nations and through him he would have a son and through that son um 
would come, would start the salvation story. Now, when Abraham heard that and he got the promise, he was 75 years old. And, uh, and it is said that, you know, um, that it, uh, before the, uh, the final, uh, before he go gave birth to his son, he he was uh, it it took him uh, it took another 25 years of faith before the, uh, what the promise that God made came true. All right, now that 25 years was a, a test of faith, and that was why he was called the father of all nations. Then uh, again, uh, at the at the age of uh, 12, when when his son became uh, was 12 years old. God gave him another test, and the test was that he should offer his son Isaac uh, to to God. And God t told him, "You have your son and your, your precious son. Uh, I want you to sacrifice him to to me." Now, uh, it may look very very cruel on God's side, having given a son that you know Abraham had to offer the son back to God in, in a sacrifice but he was obedient and uh, it seems he took his son and then the son in between asks uh, father where is the sacrifice and, uh, and, and says um, well God will provide and um, uh, when they went to Mount Moriah uh, only Abraham and his, uh, and his son went up to the mountain and uh, they laid out the altar, and again the son asks, "Where, where, where is the sacrifice?" And again says, uh, "God will provide." And then he uh, he binds his son, and he places him as a sacrificial lamp over there. Now, Abraham raised his hand to strike. We may think that, uh, well, Abraham, this is all a kind of a, a plot that God did, or. And Abraham was a, a pawn in God's hand who would, uh, you know, um, you know, finally the story would go that he would not do it. No, but the fact is, Abraham would have killed his son. But the other truth is that Abraham believed that God would raise his son again. That was his faith. Even though he killed his son, God would raise his son again him and before he struck the the angel came and stopped him and um, and then God makes that promise I know that you would not even spare your son this is faith right Abraham passed the test of faith he believed not not in his own not in the the factual uh, thing that he would kill his son but he believed that god would keep his promise and god would raise his son and that was the resurrection faith okay that was the faith the power of the resurrection could be uh, it could be seen as a uh, foretelling or the prelude of the resurrection power that God would raise his son again uh, so Abraham believed then therefore he was called the father of all nations and God said I, I know now that you would not spare your only son and therefore uh, I give him back to you then comes the 
third part of the story the scene three that is the birth of Christ in the birth of Christ we it it is a very simple and beautiful story but in that there are two characters who also like Abraham went through the trial of faith and they they were Mary and Joseph now the angel came to Mary and told her that blessed are you amongst all women you have been chosen to be the carrier of the Christ and she said how is it that I have not known a man I have known not known a man how is it possible and God and and the angel says uh, the an angel uh, of God will come upon you and uh, and you will bear a child and he will call be he will be called Emmanuel that is now they this was a trial of faith that is without having known a man she was going to give birth to a child how is it possible how is this going to be possible but she believed that it would be done as the Lord said and that was Mary's faith right well uh, we we see in the New Testament all right there is a connotation that Immaculate Mary, we, we, we kind of romant, uh, romanticize the, uh, the name of Mary and call her blessed of all women. However, in the Greek Bible or the Greek uh, portion of the Bible, she is called a woman and she is given a, that, that connotation is that she is not a good woman. She is a woman of ill repute and in fact, in very, 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 uh, in way, raw words, the, the, she was she was called a prostitute. She had and she had to endure that that people in a cruel society that would not in any way uh, forgive uh, adultery or forgive. Um, uh, yeah, she would uh, she would be called a prostitute. And in fact, in the Old Testament, we see that if uh, adultery was uh, considered to be a very serious sin. And any person caught in adultery uh, was supposed to be stoned to death. And we see also in the New Testament that God um, hate, hates adultery. And uh, he says that, uh, you know, the only way, in fact, he hates adultery. And he says that the only way. Now, that was a trial for, of faith for Mary. You know, in that she had to get, she believed that she could give birth to a child through the miraculous power of God without um, knowing a man. On the other hand, uh, Joseph also showed his faith in that uh, he came to know that Mary was with child, that is, and he did not know her. Um, and uh, Joseph, uh, naturally, the, the connotation is that they, the, she has committed adultery. And uh, Joseph, uh, there are two ways. There were, there were two ways in which a woman could be um, divorced. One was to be openly bring her uh, uh, in the council and then she would be accused and uh, she, would be, uh, she could be divorced or to do it very quietly. Now, Joseph being a righteous man, he decided to do it very quietly. Now this also was his trial of faith. And, uh, but uh, the angel came, comes to Joseph and he says, um, Joseph, uh, 
the the the, the child that your uh, Mary is going to bear is of the Holy Spirit, and it is of God, and you shall call his name Jesus. Now, again, Joseph uh, believed, and through that trial of faith, also he was blessed. We see that the birth of Jesus was not in uh, in a way uh, the circumstances in which he he was born was was very very terrible they, the whole of uh, israel was under the occupation of the romans and they were very t hard taskmasters and uh, the situation uh, was very uh, was terrible in those times uh, though we in in history we roman uh, romanticize the, the 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 roman empire in reality it was quite harsh and so the, uh, the jewish uh, nation had to undergo this heavy yoke that is why we have we uh, even the words in the bible scripture says you know if somebody asks you uh, to carry your uh, your load one mile take a, go go two miles with it so that was a that was the uh, the, the uh, scene in which they were they were living now um, finally we know that uh, jesus was also under the threat of death and he was he had no place was giving birth to him there he was born in a in a manger there was no place uh, in any inn because it was the time of the uh, census all right and um, so we see that the conditions that jesus had to be born uh, quite difficult and so these two couples these two characters uh, in the Bible were, were characters who went through the trial of faith before Christ who was to be the Savior of the world was born this is uh, the <clears throat> the beginning of salvation the I mean the the part or the the, 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 the one of the parts of the salvation story okay and not a, it's not a, an e easy story the, the Christian faith is not a story that is you know uh, that easy if you ha if you truly believe you need to um, go through that the trial of faith you need to um, that is why we need to live the Christian life so the story of Christmas the Christmas though it is joyful in fact in a way it has become a corporate culture uh, in which we see that Christmas has turned out to be uh, actually, it is um, you know it's true that uh, the, the Christmas tree and Christmas uh, that it, it symbolizes the joy and happiness of Christmas. Um, the deeper story that is um, the story of Christmas, the 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 faith involved, the trials involved, and we see that Mary and Joseph were tested um, in their faith, and they came through that trial of faith in 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 flying colors again uh, where we see that also the uh, when when mary goes and meets cousin elizabeth there also we find that uh, zachariah and and elizabeth had to also go through a trial of faith so the whole christmas story revolving the the, the story revolving around the christmas story is a, a a trial of faith a trial where where people are called to reveal their faith in God, their love for God, their obedience to the Word of God, and uh, and their lives that 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 were, were Mary is called is called 
uh, through her it is said, Blessed are you amongst women, for he who is born through you will be the Savior, and he will be Christ the Lord. So this Christmas, um, I hope that you will be able to see a deeper meaning, a deeper understanding of the Christmas story. Uh, and it is just not um, the, uh, the paraphernalia that we see around Christmas today or the, or the corporate culture that we see uh, around Christmas. And uh, in fact, it power when we see the corporate culture, just as, um, you know, King Herod wanted to kill the child. And, you know, he wanted to reign because he wanted dominion. And... Uh, that is what we can see in the corporate culture as far as Christmas is concerned. A culture that, that, that wants to uh, uh, make money out of this Christmas story. Okay? Though there, there is the good aspects of that, however, we should not miss the, the, the other side of the story, the deeper side of the story, the real side of the story, the reality of the story of Christmas in that Christ or his uh, his mother and uh, father, who who gave, uh, who who were his parents, uh, well, had to go through a trial of faith before he came to this world. So I hope that this Christmas would see you in the greatest of uh, uh, with with joy, with the new 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 reality, the new understanding of the Christmas story, and uh, I hope that this would bring you uh, great joy and that uh, you would enjoy your Christmas this year with a newer understanding of the message of Christmas and that you would exercise your faith and live your faith. All right? As we see in the Sermon on the, on the Mount, it is the Sermon on the Mount is a call of faith. It is a call of discipleship. And uh, if, you are really, uh, if, you're really, if you have really understood the Christmas message, if you have really accepted or believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, then you have to live that life. You have to become a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ and live according to the Sermon on the Mount where you see that Jesus lays the principle of the kingdom of God and we see that the kingdom of God is, a, is I mean, to be a disciple and to be uh, a follower of Christ means that you need to be uh, a disciple and you need to uh, enhance or, or bring forth the kingdom of God on earth. That is your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So I, I wish you, uh, with this message, I wish you a very, very Merry Christmas and I pray that you would have a peaceful new year. Of course, with the things that are going on in our country, we are almost in an oppressive state as Jesus as in the time of the um, of the birth of Christ, when 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 there was oppression, we we are also in that state of oppression. So, I wish you a very merry Christmas, and that you would find faith, a deeper faith in our God, and and on walk the the the, the walk of faith. God bless you, and um, uh, and I hope this message would be a blessing to you. Amen. <laughs>